Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Hey guys, happy new year to you and welcome to season three of the podcast. And, you know, I'm just, I was really reflecting on this podcast and the journey that we've been on. And it's been about two years now that since I created the the podcast and honestly, it's just such a joy for me to create this content for you. I just wanted to share that right up front. I love this and I love being able to share real value with you guys every fortnight. And you know that this is coming every Wednesday um, of every fortnight. And it's just, honestly, it's just such a joy. And so thank you so much for people who have subscribed, who have liked, who have shared, whether you follow me on SoundCloud or, or on iTunes. Honestly, it just means the world. It really does. And I also wanted to thank you. Uh, I want to thank the people who have actually sent in suggestions around topics that you would like me to cover or things that you would love to hear me speak about. Um, yes, we've got all of those and we're, we're looking at how we can fit those into the podcast schedule over this season too. So thank you so much. And if you do have a, a suggestion, please feel free to write into the team support at lightpurposeliving.com and we'll check out your idea and, and we'll see if we can definitely fit it into the schedule for this season. Okay. But huge bottom of my heart, big hugs and thank you to, to all of you for your support. It really does mean a lot. So thank you. Okay. Um, this week's episode. Oh my God. All right. So let me tell you a little bit of a backstory around how I came up with this topic because I took a little bit of downtime over the Christmas and New Year period, as I'm sure most of you did too. And one of the things that I really love doing during that time is to think about, you know, what have been the last 12 months? What have I really learned? What are the obstacles that I've overcome? Yes, did I hit my revenue targets or didn't I? And what did that look like? And so we do a little bit of an analysis there, okay? And and that's always a really useful activity to do. But one of the things that I absolutely love doing as part of that is looking at what are the opportunities that are coming up for the next year? And believe me, I think 2022 is going to be an incredible year for so many people. So much has changed in the world and your clients and your prospects, they're Their problems, honestly, are bigger than ever at the moment. So if you have a service or an offering that can really help people, oh my gosh, like, yeah, you need to be getting out there and offering that to people and really helping them, okay? So I think the the opportunities there from a business perspective, but also that helping and service perspective are absolutely there. But also, what are the opportunities around doing the inner work and how we show up as a leader? Because you guys know that how you do one thing is how you do everything, all right? So if you're showing up maybe a little bit afraid or a little bit scared, or if you have limiting beliefs that are coming up in your business, you sure as hell know that they are most probably, if not certainly, coming up in other areas of your life too, all right? If you think that you're not enough, if you're not worthy enough in your business, you're not worthy of success, guess what? That worthiness is probably playing into your relationships, friendships, and connections too. So this is why I am such an advocate of doing the inner work in business, not just from the perspective of polishing up our ego and, you know, getting into the affirmations thing and all that. I mean, that's great. But what we're talking about is really working at that deep psychological level, the subconscious level, 
and starting to make changes at that level, because that is the thing, my friends, that really, really, really kind of oils the wheels for the rest of your business, because you can have, and I've said it a million times, you can have the best marketing strategy in the world. You can have the most incredible Instagram profile and the most beautiful website. You can drop a bomb on photo shoots and you can do all of the courses about how to explode your following. But if your inner game is not switched on, or if you are still being held hostage to your fears, none of that stuff matters. None of the strategies matter. None of the tactics matter. It, it just doesn't mean a thing because you won't have the inner courage or resourcefulness or willingness to act on those things. And you will sabotage yourself the whole way. And I say this with love because I've been there too, all right? And I get it, which is why I'm so passionate about this stuff. All right. So what I wanted to talk about on today's episode is as I was doing this review process, I was looking at the opportunities, I was looking at sort of the experience and the challenges and the obstacles and things that I've really witnessed and patterns over the last 12 months and even the last seven years that I've been running this business. I realized that between my team and I, you know, we have done over 3,000, almost 3,000, I think about 3,000, <laughs> give or take a few coaching calls, sales calls. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. So we've got quite a lot of experience here <laughs> we can share. And it's funny because there's so many patterns that we see come up over and over and over around what keeps people paralyzed in their business. What is the thing that really stops them moving forward? And if there was one piece of advice, we could go out and share that, you know, if you can overcome this thing, then all of the other moving parts of your business are going to become so much more doable. And no, it's not just about doing the inner work more broadly. There's something very specific, actually, that, that I've noticed through all of these conversations and obviously speaking to my team about it too. And, you know, I think if you can really nail this, guys, your business, which is really just a collection of moving parts with your sales and your advertising and your socials and your website and your team and all of that, if you can overcome this one thing, all of those other things, all of those other moving parts just start to move more freely in your business. So I want to share a little bit more about what we've discovered today and also give you some tips around how to move through and past this, because honestly, it is an absolute game changer. All right. And it's something that on first sort of glance, you might think, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of get that. But what I want to do is really dive into this with you and dive into it a lot more. So just by way of a little backstory, I, I'm sure many of you know, if you follow me on social media, if you follow my stories on Instagram, you know that I have a brand new puppy called Luna and she's a Shih Tzu. She's four months old. She's absolutely adorable. And one of the things that I've noticed is that I was completely unprepared <laughs> to be a puppy mum. All right. So I'm looking at all of the YouTube ads and videos and looking for all the tips around house training and how to puppy proof your house and all of this sort of stuff. Right. And I know it's very similar when people have new babies too. It's like, okay, so we need to make sure all of the things are set up and we've got all of the, you know, so our baby you know, is safe and protected. It's same with the puppy too. It's like, I don't want to chewing through electrical cords and how do I hide those? And how do I make sure she's not going to get in and trapped under little gaps, you know, things like that. <laughs> okay. And so we sort of, we go through this process of, of keeping our baby, whether it's our flesh baby or fur baby, you know, keeping them safe and keeping them protected. Of course we do. But there really does come a point, guys, where those protections that we put in place, I think particularly for human babies, where they actually begin working against the child's growth and development. All right. So uh, the things that, you know, if you had a baby gate set up, for example, 
um, eventually you'll have to take away the baby gate, all right? Because the child becomes more skillful. Obviously they start walking, they start to have a bit more of an awareness. You take the baby gate away. Okay, yes, they may fall down a couple of times or, or I don't know, but it's like eventually, eventually we have to take these things away that we've built up as protections so we can learn and grow and evolve, all right? The same is true for the inner work that you are doing around your business, but also your life. Because you know that the way that you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you are scared and fearful or have built protections, internal protections, or you have belief systems that maybe aren't serving you, if you have those built up in your business, they are most likely playing out in other areas of your life too. If you have built up a belief that served to protect you at one point that maybe um, all rich people are greedy, for example, all rich people are greedy. Uh, I'm not worthy of success, whatever your beliefs are, if you've built those up in one area, they are probably playing out in other areas too. So for example, if you have a money belief that rich people are greedy, that is definitely going to hinder your success in your business. If you have a belief that you are unworthy of success, that is probably going to play out not just in your business, but in your relationships too. So how you do one thing is how you do everything. And those those kind of baby gates, if you like, <laughs> that we that we set up and put in place at certain points of our life that were designed to protect us as all, as all limiting beliefs do, we suddenly realize that we have to take those away because our growth is being impeded. And this is a really, really, really important lesson, I think, that when it comes down to what is that one thing, what is that one thing? that if you can just really master this, that's going to make everything else so much easier. It would be taking down the baby gates, okay, and pushing out of your comfort zone. And here's what I want to say about it. So when we have those baby gates set up, which may be limiting beliefs or certain fears that we have, you know, as well as I do, that they paralyze you when it comes to taking action. So things like, and I hear this so often, and my team and I, we, we hear this every single day, that most people in their businesses are feeling held back by a fear of some kind of judgment, a fear of criticism, a fear of failure, okay, a fear of not being worthy enough, a fear of investing money before I have the money in my bank account to actually invest it confronting people like their ex-boss or their co-workers or family or being found out about this new business because they're still working a nine to five or and people's old idea of, of who you were versus who you are becoming is going to be changed and going to be different. There's a lot of fear that goes into that. I, I totally get it. But, you know, not being able to deliver results either. People have such a fear of, oh, you know, what if I what if I sell something for a premium price and I can't, I can't get people the results that they desire? So again, taking on that responsibility, that fear of, well, what if they go out and you know, say something negative about me online or, or ask for a refund? And so people's fears, these baby gates of fear, <laughs> hold us back from really taking the next right steps that we know we need to take in business. And you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that when we feel held back by fear, whether it's the fear of success or fear of judgment or fear of failure or fear of I can't get my people results, what ends up happening is that inevitably happening is that we end up inevitably sabotaging our success. 
All right. So we might start, for example, doing the, the activities where it's like, we're getting ready to get ready. You know, how often have we done that? I'm going to double around with my website. I'm going to start wasting time looking at color palettes on bloody Canva and spend hours doing that and, and dabbling. Okay. Knowing that fully well knowing, and I've done this too. We, we know that those activities are not going to get us to the clients. They're not going to actually move the needle in our business. They are not enough to push us out of our comfort zone. I've also heard, and this is a beauty that came up recently that, you know, oh, I just need to go within more, you know, one on, in one breath, someone was saying to me, I really want to get to 10 K months in my business. I really want to make this a success. I've already quit my nine to five job. Like the time is now. But then in the next breath, she was saying, oh, I don't know. I just, I kind of just need to reflect and go within more. No, you don't. You need to take action. But it's these sorts of sabotaging behaviors that come about when we are in that place of fear, when we are still being restricted and held behind those baby gates. All right. Um, journaling and fantasizing. This is another one that I see so much where it's like, well, I'm just going to kind of, again, get ready to get ready. I'm going to talk about and journal on all of the ideas that I have for this business. And, oh, this is going to be so amazing. And I'm going to build this incredible business and da, 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 da. But nothing ever really materializes it. And before you know it, you have journals and notebooks full of ideas and full of drawings and you have inboxes full of lists that you've subscribed to, but your business is still stuck in neutral. So it's, this is why, you know, when I talk about this topic today of what is that one biggest lesson, the biggest thing that if I could say to you, if you can master this, oh my God you are going to see such exponential results in your business. It would be getting a grip on your fear, okay? Getting a grip on your fear and actually moving into that place of courageous action, courageous, committed action. Now, here's the thing that's very triggering for people. Everyone thinks that they're courageous, all right? <laughs> we all think we're courageous. We've all been through a lot. We're all very resourceful people. We've been through this stuff in our lives 100 billion times. We've all had challenges and we all think that we're courageous, but this is where... As a entrepreneur and as someone who is on a personal development journey, it's really important for us to take a very close, hard, realistic and accurate look at ourselves, okay? And I, I've had to do this on several occasions too, where I've had to look in the mirror and say, am I really taking courageous action? Am I really as courageous as I think I am? If so, why am I still stuck behind the baby gates of fear right now? Okay. And this is where self-awareness is so, so key. And I know that it's triggering when I say, you know, are you being courageous or aren't you? Are you really getting a grip on these fears or aren't you? It takes a lot of guts to really look at yourself and say, do you know what? I'm really courageous in some areas of my life, but I know, I know that I'm not being as courageous as I know I could be in this area or that area. Okay. So one of the key traits that my team and I have seen over and over and over again around those who succeed in this industry versus those who continue to struggle is the ability to deal with and move through fear with this element of self-awareness, okay? So it's about really learning to be courageous. And I really believe that courage isn't something that you were born with. It's not something that you are... It, some people have and some people don't. I really do believe that it's a skill that can be learned. You know, success in this industry, guys, and I've seen it 
so many times is not about how intelligent you are. It is not about your raw talent. It's not about your qualifications and getting the next piece of paper. So finally you feel worthy and finally can break free of the baby gates. It's not even about your work ethic and your dedication. It is purely your ability to move past your fears. So I'm going to share with you four of my top tips on how to move past and get a grip on these fears, take away the baby gates for good, all right, and actually move forward in your business the way that I know you really desire to and actually get to the goals that you say that you want to achieve, all right? So let me talk a little bit about fear as being a totally normal human reaction first off. And I know that you know this, all right, but what fear does not mean, and I want to be really clear on this. Fear does not mean that you are weak. Fear does not mean that you are incapable. And it doesn't mean that you will never, ever succeed. All right. But what fear does mean sometimes is that you could be lying to yourself. All right. Lying to yourself around your worthiness, around your abilities, and around all of the things that fear likes to tell us that we're not good enough for. You could be lying to yourself. Okay. It is a human and very primitive reaction that we all have. But Here's the biggest thing that I've learned about fear. Fear comes up not because we need to run away from saber-toothed tigers anymore. Fear comes up because we are pushing outside of our comfort zone. Pushing outside of our comfort zone by having to put the website live, by having to take the sales call, by having to invest the money that we don't see in the bank account already. Fear comes up because we are doing the extraordinary. Okay. Fear comes up because we are doing the extraordinary. And I really wanted to just sort of cover this as a first point to, to reassure you, A, that fear is normal, but fear is a liar. Okay. It is a liar. You are not here running for your life anymore. Okay. Fear is trying to keep you safe. Yes. But the thing with fear, particularly when we are people on a self-development journey and we are conscious individuals too, Sometimes we berate ourselves for having these very normal human reactions and responses around fear, okay? Know that fear is normal. Please move out of berating yourself around it. Don't judge yourself for feeling afraid because your inner critic, honestly, loves to run wild whenever you feel fear because you're sort of at that point where, okay, maybe you're still being driven by your fear and you're still behind the baby gates, but you also know enough where you're like, oh, come on, you know, I shouldn't feel afraid of this either. Okay, you've done enough work where you realize actually, you know, fear is, fear is keeping me stuck, but oh, I'm, I'm going to judge myself for feeling stuck too, right? So the very first thing that I wanted to say to you is to know that fear is normal, but it's because you are doing the extraordinary and you are pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Running an online business like this, this isn't normal. You're not normal, okay? <laughs> and that's okay. But it's like, this is why fear comes up over and over and over because you're doing something very, very, very different. Number two, I'd really encourage you to distinguish between what is real versus imagined fear. What is real versus imagined fear, okay? Because usually when we're feeling afraid, when we're feeling like, oh, everyone's going to judge us and, oh, what's my ex-boss going to say and, oh, I'm going to be found out. Usually it's our imagination running wild. There's no real physical threat <laughs> that's involved. It's our, it's our imagination, all right? We're going to imagine everyone's going to point and laugh at us. Everyone's going to sort of say, oh my gosh, you know, what the hell does she think she's doing? They're going to judge us and all of that. It's all in our heads. I remember before I switched my website and my Facebook business page live in my business, I put it off and put it off and put it off purely because I was afraid. 
And for me, it was about, oh, what am I, you know, what are my old school friends going to think? And, oh, you know, what's my old boss going to say? And mm, like, what if I don't succeed? And then everyone's going to know, and I'm going to have to go back to my job with my tail between my legs. And like, honestly, this was the fear that kept me stuck, but it was all imagination. It was all me thinking about even specific people saying, oh my God, I bet that such and such is going to really like think that I'm such an idiot. Oh, what, what's he going to say about that? Oh, they're going to laugh about me. Oh, they're going to have a bitchy conversation about me. And maybe that's true or maybe it's not. But here's one thing that I did learn is those specific scenarios, when I actually just bit the bullet, ripped off the Band-Aid and switched everything live, those specific scenarios did not play out the way that I expected them to. Either they were just completely like a non-issue or some of the people that I thought would be my biggest critics actually turned out to be my biggest supporters. So allow yourself to be surprised on this journey too. But get a grip around actually, is this just my imagination thinking 5, 10, 50 steps ahead and really thinking about what could go wrong and actually creating these scenarios in our heads or you know, is this actually a physical, is this based on, on hard evidence? Usually it's not, all right? Seldom are our fears based on hard evidence. And if it is, if it is, just say there's a scenario where it's like, well, I've been laughed at before. Well, oh, you know, they've, they've had a bit of a gossip about me before. You know, I know that. That hard evidence is usually cognitive bias in action. And what I mean by that is, the human brain is really great at collecting evidence to support our already dodgy beliefs. <laughs> so if we think that we're unworthy or that people are going to laugh at us or we're going to be criticized and we have this fear, we're going to find evidence that suggests all of that is true. Remember when they laughed at you? Remember when they gossiped about you? Remember when this happened? Oh my God, you're such an idiot. Remember all of these times when you failed? Remember, remember that time in eighth grade where you failed the maths test? What a loser. Okay. We're going to remember, we are going to remember all of this and we're going to create it in like this kind of, we're going to create like this big shopping list of all of the reasons why our fear is true and accurate, true and accurate. And this is where I always talk about finding the counter evidence to suggest that that is completely untrue. What about all of those times you succeeded? What about all of those times people have said amazing things about you? What about all of those times when you felt that personal sense of satisfaction with an action that you took? All right. So even if there is hard evidence around your fear it, and it being justified, you know, oh, I can't trust myself with money. Remember when I invested in that thing and it didn't work out? So what? Look for all of the evidence that suggests that you can handle your money, that you've made wise investment decisions in the past. Okay, because I'm willing to bet there is equal counter evidence to suggest the opposite. All right, so really, really, really get into that. All right, ask yourself too, you know, because often it's our imagination running wild. I'm a really big fan of, of just letting it run wild just for a minute. Because whenever I'm sort of caught in my head and I'm worried about this fear and I'm worried about what I'm going to do and what I'm, you know, stuck behind the baby gate, basically. One of the things that I love to do is, ask myself, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like the absolute freaking worst thing that could happen right now. Be honest with yourself. Like how bad could this get? <laughs> how bad could this get? Really allow yourself to go there because when we do that, right, and when we kind of almost just allow ourselves to play out that scenario once and really get into the detail of all the bullshit that could happen and all of the things that could fall apart and the people that would laugh at us and all of the things that could go wrong, we get it out of our system. 
okay? And also ask yourself too, some very resourcing questions here. How would you deal with that? The absolute worst happened. How would you deal with it? And could I survive? I am willing to bet, my friend, that you could absolutely survive that worst case scenario and come out bigger and better on the other end because you've probably done it a million times before in your life, all right? So really allow yourself to go there. Get it out of your system. What's the worst thing that could happen? And then also ask, what is the best thing that could happen if I moved forward in spite of this fear? What's the absolute best thing that could happen? And get honest about that too. Because I'm willing to bet that if you allowed yourself to play out that upside, willing to, you know, willing to allow yourself to really go there in terms of what is that dream that I could achieve? What's that thing that could happen that's so great in my life? I'm willing to bet there is way more positives that would come out of this than negatives. Third top tip, once you realize what's possible, so once you really allow yourself to go there to that dream and what could be possible if I move forward in, in spite of this fear is to really ask yourself, okay, what's possible? Yes. But then also say, well, what's the right next step that I can take today, today in the present moment? And I'm not talking about action that is going to keep you in that sort of sabotaging cycle of pretending like you're taking action, but you're not really. <clears throat> you know, we've all been there and you all know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about going and dabbling on Canva for another three hours, looking at your color palettes and, <laughs> and things like that. All right. I'm talking about action that feels a little bit jarring that feels a little bit scary because you know then that that action is the thing that's moving you forward towards the goal and the dream that you say that you want, all right? I'm not talking about the stuff that tricks you into staying into in procrastination, but tricks you into thinking you're taking action and you're not, right? <laughs> I really want you to take that action that feels a little confronting and actually forces you to sort of confront your fears a little bit because it's when you start moving into courage, and taking action despite the fear. That's what courage is. Courage doesn't mean a lack of fear. It just means that you're moving forward regardless and irrespective of that fear. Here's the thing I know about courage, and this is really important. And this is where the energetics piece comes in. Courage is one of the highest energetic frequencies that we can embody as human beings. It's one of the highest energetic frequencies. And what I mean by that is if you're unfamiliar with this, but human emotions and human emotional states all have an energetic frequency attached to them. Obviously joy and love are some of the highest energetic frequencies that you can embody. Things like despair and depression are some of the lowest energetic frequencies that you can embody. Courage is one of the, I, th I believe when I was looking at the, at the information on this, the Abraham Hicks scale, I think courage is like number four or five in terms of the highest emotional frequency that you can embody. And you know, this is where the magic happens. This is where the magic happens because when you start to move into that courage, when you take that first right action step that feels a little bit like, oh my God, I'm really doing it. It feels a little bit jarring. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. This is where the magic happens because guess what? You're starting to create that vortex where things begin to happen things begin to happen. New opportunities become available. You start to see new solutions. You encounter new people, meet new mentors. You get new feedback. As you take steps forward, you're, you're constantly getting feedback. And guess what? That fear, okay, 
begins to turn into excitement. Excitement, again, another incredibly high energetic frequency. And remember, guys, and this is where the spirituality aspect comes into this, is that the universe does not respond to what you want. It responds to who you are and how you are being and how you are showing up in that moment. So when you can start to embody that courage, when you can start to create that excitement, that excitement will begin to build and you begin to build up that vortex of energy and enthusiasm and, oh my gosh, okay, now I'm going to take the next right step and then the next right step. That's where the magic really, really, really does happen because you start to see things that you couldn't see before when you were stuck behind the baby gate, all right? You start to see things in a new light and it's also going to really allow you to stay in the moment, in the present moment rather than thinking and procrastinating and worrying about the future and thinking 20 steps ahead and then, you know, getting over, overloaded and overwhelmed because you're like, oh my God, it all just feels too impossible. Honestly, guys, this is where, this is where the magic happens. And without this courage and without this incredible vortex of excitement that you begin to create through taking action, no marketing tactic will ever work. It really, really won't. And It's for this reason too that I say point number four is around getting support on this journey because as you're taking those courageous steps, as you're taking that action, you know, no one can take that step for you. Even the biggest, best, most expensive, most incredible mentor in the world, okay, that you pay top dollar for, all right, they can't take that action for you either. They can give you the steps, they can hold your hand, they can support you, but ultimately it's got to be you taking that action, all right? And again, not getting into blame or getting into sabotage or getting into, oh, this isn't working. It's like, no, I mean, you've got to ultimately take that action. But courage is a skill. And like any other skill, having someone to coach you through those tough spots is the fastest way to success. And not just working with a coach, but also working with a community of like-minded people who are all taking those first and next right action steps with you and alongside of you too. Because again, when you start to build up that vortex on your own and other people are building up their individual vortexes and you're in the energy of your coach or mentor who is also taking their own right next steps in their own way, can you imagine the power and magnitude of that vortex compared to maybe just trying to figure it out on your own and and do it yourself? When you have the right support, right mentor and the right community around you, you become unstoppable. And I know this from experience. I have always worked with a mentor since I began my business and I've always been a part of an incredible community too. And that has changed and looked different over the years based on where I'm at and what I need and what my aspirations are in that moment. But honestly, guys, it is so much easier to do this with a guide who's been there before, who understands the pitfalls, who understands how courage works, who understands the right next steps to guide you that way too. And let's be honest, who can also kind of hold a bit of a mirror up when you start to fall into those sabotaging behaviors too, when you are playing on Canva for three hours. And I'm going to keep coming back to that because it's such a good one. It's like when when you're playing on Canva for three hours or when you're constantly journaling and not taking action and they can hold that mirror up and say, hey, come on, let's go. Let's take this step next. Okay. Because it's not about a lack of knowledge either. You undoubtedly, you know really what you should be doing. But if it was just about knowledge, then everyone would be successful. Everyone would be running six, multi-six and seven-figure businesses online and they ain't, okay? 
So this is the core differentiator here, getting that support, getting someone who can guide you, someone who you resonate with and creating that incredible Vortex community that can help you too, okay? So with that said, you know, if, if you are looking for that support, if you're looking for that next right step and if you need someone who can kind of hold your hand and, and talk you through the pitfalls and help you sort of see and shine a light and sort of understand where the next right step may be for you, feel free, reach out, book a call. Okay. Um, you've got nothing to lose. It's 40 minutes of my time. I'm going to be jumping on a call with you. There's no high pressure sales tactics or anything like that, but what it is, it's a conversation where I'm very curious about where you're at in your business because I may or may not be able to help you. That's the honest truth. I don't know about your business. I don't understand where your blocks are, or where your challenges are, or what your aspirations are, which is why a phone call is, is the first right step to take. Okay. Speak, speak to me, pick up the phone, book your call. Okay. We're going to speak for 40 minutes. All right. We're going to look at, well, what are your specific challenges in your business and where do you want to go? And guys, if I can help you there, fantastic. We can talk a little bit about what that looks like, but if there's something else you need, I'm very happy to point you in that direction too. Either way, you get massive value from the call. As I said, there's no high pressure sales tactics. There's nothing like that. If I can help you, great. We can talk about whether it's a fit, what you're after, what my programs are and things too. But regardless, you're going to get incredible value from the call. And I think there's so much value also in being able to speak to someone about what these specific fears you are, you, you are embodying or what you're feeling stuck by in terms of the baby gates. What are they to you? And how is that holding you back from your success? And also I can shine a bit of a different perspective on that too with my psychology background too. And, and we can start to look at that in detail. But most importantly, how can we move you forward? So reach out, book a call. There will be the link somewhere around this episode, lightpurposeliving.com forward slash talk. Book your call. We have spaces available this week. It would be amazing to chat to you. As I said, no pressure. You're going to walk away with great value, whether we work together and you become a client or not. We'll make sure you have all of the information that you need, but it would be worth a conversation, guys. 2022 is going to be a cracker of a year, but time to remove the baby gates. All right. So look forward to chatting to you very soon. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Talk podcast today. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a review and share it with your friends. For further information about our programs and free content, head on over to lightpurposeliving.com. See you soon.